Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Happy Wednesday. Joe Jaquin, CEO of Patriot Trading Group and 1360 KHNC as well. Uh, how you doing? Happy Hump Day. 800-951-0592. That is the number. And here's the funny thing. Even those out there, I'm not calling. You're going to call. You are. Uh, because you're going to have to. You know, we call it wealth insurance. We're talking about gold, talking about silver, things that have been money for thousands of years. You know how long fiat money's money? You know how long? Well, it's never money, first of all, uh, as a medium of exchange. Usually, at best, you get a couple hundred years, at best. And And you're seeing it all... Unwind now. Now you got negative interest rates, and I mean idiotic stuff. Right, banks don't pay interest. I mean, none of that's normal. Well, it well, I actually, it's very normal. It's what happens, right, when you just print money out of thin air. Because what do you do? Well, we'll just keep printing more. Oh, we'll pay it back later. Uh, and, and then, you know, you always talk the good game. Oh, no, we'll, we'll pay it back during the good times. And, oh. and then all of a sudden, you stop paying it back. You know, you think about how disciplined this country was. You know how we became a superpower? It wasn't with fiat money. Not even close. It's how we're going to stop being one, though. We used to run balanced budgets. We ran just as many surpluses as we did deficits. Matter of fact, the only time the deficits went up was a war. Seriously. It was war. The only time there was inflation war. As soon as the war ended, all the inflation was gone. Boom, gone. $20 bought you the same thing in 1800 as it did in 1900. It's a fact. Let me say it again. $20 bought the same thing in 1800 as it did in 1900. Of course, it was a gold piece. Or at least, if it was a note, it was interchangeable with a gold piece. Essentially, an ounce of gold was worth $20. It was that way for over 100-plus years. And along the way, the bankers tried continually to get power. See, but our founding fathers were very, very smart men. And they would write all kinds. I mean, they wrote a lot. I mean, it's unreadable. Like, if you ever, uh, the Federalist Papers, yeah, don't, I mean, if you want to punish yourself, you can read them. Okay, but they wrote a lot. And some of them were bankers. Most of them weren't. But they warned us about letting them be in charge. And eventually, you know, you know how the old saying, the third time's the charm? 
that was kind of how it was for the bankers, right? And that's what what led to this last central bank that we've had here since 1913. And it took them a while. It took them a while to get enough power. You know, think about it. They weren't even in, they were in 20 years, and they already caused a huge crash, right? This wasn't like a bank, you know, in, in New York going under or some remote bank nobody heard of in some town that nobody heard of uh, in the Midwest. Nope, they put the whole country into a depression. But they had enough power to say, you know what, if we just get rid of gold, that way we can print money. See, that's the problem. We need liquidity. right? That's what You hear that a lot from these bankers. Right, and, and, and on and on it's gone. By 1971, they closed the gold window, and we've been a fiat nation ever since. And all you got to do is look at the debts to say, okay, how much longer do you think this is going to go on? And this morning, the the most famous central banker of all time, was back out on, on, you know, he's not dead yet. They dusted him off. They brought him out on CNBC. And Alan Greenspan shared with everybody what's coming to the United States. And I'm going to share it all with you today. Let me give you our number again. 800-951-0592. Another huge rally in gold and silver, uh, Again, the rally, you know, we're hot. Gold and silver are hotter than the Diamondbacks. Uh, they just keep winning. Uh, silver getting ready here, 1935. Silver's getting ready to bump up here on 1950. Uh, I don't, I, we could see $20 silver before the end of the week. Uh, maybe, maybe we can get a, a, a little pullback when it gets there. Maybe. Uh, but like they're in this whole market, this market isn't going to let you in. You just have to jump in because here's the thing: all the reasons why they said uh, uh, you know gold was dying again when it went from 1900 to to 1050, all those reasons turned out to be wrong. Yeah, we'll talk about all of that next. Don't touch that dial. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So we, we we start looking at what they've done, and there's great reason for all the people out there talking about, hey, maybe this is the end for the Fed. You bet your life it is, because they were wrong. Simple. There's a reason, you, you know, and it's so funny. Uh, we 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 know what it is. They've written, I can't even tell you how many books. Matter of fact, any decent mid-level economics course in college will tell you fiat money goes to zero. But why does it go to zero? Well, they they just can't help themselves, and uh, they want to just print money. Their solution to every problem is more debt. Listen, we're not growing at 2%. I mean, the Atlanta Fed now says third quarter looks like a 1.7. 
And we're not doing that either. We're spending almost what about one six, one point six, one point seven trillion dollars more than we're taking in. And that's just at a federal level. The states are all spending more than they take in. The cities are all spending more than they take in. The counties are all spending more than they take in. Most of the American working public is spending more than they take in. Boom and bust. Boom and bust. The problem is the bust keep getting bigger. They do. And and of course they do because what how how do they fix the debt problem by getting rid of debt it's like here's the best example and if you're so stupid that you can't figure this out i'm sorry i can't help you too big to fail so simple gee how did that happen well the first thing they did is they changed the law. See, they knew. Even the bankers knew. Hey, listen, we can't get too big. We get too big, it's going to create problems. See? So they had laws that said, hey, as a bank, you could only be this big. Because in case you're a moron, because you know what, bank, you know, the banks like to, you know, lend money. Good money after bad. Hey, you could really devastate the population, devastate people. What did you forget? What you forgot about 08 already? You forgot about how you lost your house? Forgot about how your neighbors lost their house? Your friends that you had known for decades or two split up, they lost everything and split up and their whole lives were ruined? You forgot? Or you think they fixed it? That's what it is? See, remember what I told you. Gold got to 1900. Because it's like, man, we're getting close to the end here. And and they give them credit, these banks. They threw, they, they, they got the kitchen sink. Right? They threw all the furniture at it. I mean, they threw everything at it. And then proclaimed that they fixed it. Oh, yeah, we fixed it. Now go back to too big to fail. I mean, it's actually in the name. Too big. Did they make them smaller? I'm just asking you. It's a simple question. Did they make them smaller? No. Matter of fact, they're still getting rid of banks. We lose hundreds and hundreds of banks every year now. We don't even have 5,000 banks anymore. I wouldn't be surprised by the end of 2020, we may have less than 4,000. You know, in the 80s, before they changed the law, there was 18,000 of them. That sounds a lot better. Safer. But they didn't do it. Because they knew if they did, well, God, the people would start finding out the truth. We're going to find out anyway. 
So the the most prestigious central banker of them all, Alan Greenspan. Right? We this was in in and you think about the reign of central banks. Alan Greenspan was the glory years. Of course, you think about Alan Greenspan, right? We never ran a surplus. Well, we had the fake Clinton ones, I guess. We were going to pay off the debt, right? Remember, right? I mean, by, by and large, right? The greatest central banker, see, we've learned our lessons from the past. And we're going to institute fiscal discipline. Of course, the tech bubble turned out to be what? just a bubble and everything blew up and, and, and we talked about this yesterday the debt's 23 trillion and growing negative interest rates raping the savings of the world that's what they're doing and this morning he came out and, he, and, and I'll just read to you what he said it will not be long before the spread of negative interest rates reaches the United States. Are you listening? Are you paying attention? Do you understand what that means? Okay, I wanna, I'm going to explain it to you. Very simply put, the money that they create is worth so little that you need to pay them for the privilege of borrowing your money. Do you understand? When your money goes into the bank, you're going to get charged. It's you business owners already know, right? It's ridiculous the fees I pay. It is so ridiculous. But now they're going to actually just charge you for having it there, right? Because they don't want it in there. See, their goal is by doing this is they want you to spend everything you have. You're seeing it pretty much throughout the world, he said. It's only a matter of time before it gets to the United States. We're approaching $20 trillion of negative yielding debt instruments around the world. Pretty soon, all of it is coming. As central banks try to ease monetary conditions to sustain the global economy. That's a misnomer. I'm not doing it for you or me. They're doing it to protect themselves. And here's what happens. All the money ends up in the hands of very few. Most people, it's death by a thousand cuts. Right? Think about, let me give you another great analogy of why things are so broken. Look at housing. Housing 
and just look at sales, right? When I, my first economics class, Economics 101, you learned about supply and demand, and then the, what they called the equilibrium point. Some of you out there will remember this. Other of you are, are like, oh my God, I'm having a flashback of, of uh, my senior year of high school, maybe your freshman year of college, and how much you hated that class. But it was a graph. And you had the supply of a product, the demand of a product, and the optimization of price where supply meets demand, right? That should kind of be the price, the equilibrium point. Look at housing. It's one small, but it's a great example. Interest rates have never been lower. I mean, the 10-year note's within a tenth of a point of all-time lows, right? Never been lower. Yet housing sales are nowhere close to any historic average. Forget about the, the crazy uh, housing bubble. Forget about that. We're not even selling the amount of houses we were selling in the mid-90s. Which you go back to Economics 101 and your little supply-demand charts. It, it, and you would say, well, boy, price has got to be pretty cheap. right? Because how do you get more demand? Lower the price. Everybody knows it. Yet they'll tell you there's no houses out there. Where did they go? Where did all these houses go? Oh, that's right. They bought them all. Right? Everybody's a renter now. Why? Because, well, they can't go buy 10-year notes and get 7 8% interest. And nobody really can afford uh, the price. You know, the a $300,000 home is unaffordable for literally 75% of the people. That makes no sense. Right? You know that. You know I'm right, and yet you want to be ignorant. I don't understand. But remember, they fixed all this stuff. Right? Everything's been fixed. And of course, that was why, right, gold fell. Okay, well, no, hey, we got it under control now. Interest rates are zero, but we're gonna raise them. Remember, we're gonna start raising them soon. And it took forever. Every year, 2013. Are you raising them yet? Not yet. But we're gonna. 2014. How about now? No, not yet. But, but, but we're gonna. How about 2015? No, not, not yet. But we're, we're, we're really getting close now. Right? In 2016, 20, they finally started to raise rates. Finally. You know what's funny? When did gold start going up again? When they started raising rates. You know why? Because the real, real smart guys, not me and you, by the way, <laughs> they knew they ain't fixed it. And now, of course, we're back to lowering them. And, and now Alan Greenspan says, oh, hey, it's just a matter of time, folks. We're going to negative. It's going to happen. And he's willing to go out 
on TV and tell you all about it. We're so used to the idea that we don't have negative interest rates, but if you get a change in the aptitude of the population, they look for a coupon, he said. See? As a result of that, there's a transcendency to disregard that the fact that has an effect in the new net interest rate that they receive. In other words, hey, listen, we can't charge interest anymore. That's what he said. I mean, you know Alan Greenspan, he says stuff, you're like, I don't know, what the hell did you just say? Here's what he said. <laughs> hey, if we want to pretend that a new house, 300 grand, uh, uh, you, you can't chart 3%, 4%, that no. Right? Think about the Netherlands. Hey, when you buy the home, you're, when you factor in the mortgage, right, it actually takes away from the payment. Now that the word is out that they hadn't fixed anything, the skyrocketing price of gold and silver is what comes next. He talks about that. We'll talk about it with him. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast launched by Phyllis Schlafly, who served as an articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Upholding that legacy and himself an author, national speaker, and attorney, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Pointless hearings like the recent ones that Congress held starring Robert Mueller are becoming a real problem in this country. Not only are they talking to irrelevant people like Robert Mueller, but they aren't even talking about the issues that are relevant. Instead of giving Mueller a stump from which to bash Donald Trump, Mueller should have been asked about a recent report that his liberal deputy, Andrew Weissman, had attempted to cut a deal with the notorious Ukrainian oligarch in exchange for dirt on Trump. Mueller surely knew what his deputy was doing. The American people should get some answers on this. Mueller should have also been asked about the reports that his immediate supervisor, Rod Rosenstein, considered an attempt to remove Trump from power based on the 25th Amendment. An amendment that only activates when the president loses his mental capacity obviously has no relevance to the current administration. Attorney General William Barr observed that Mueller, quote, identifies no actions that, in our judgment, constitute obstructive conduct, end quote, by this president. Democrats have falsely called this statement misleading, even though it is exactly correct. Mueller himself should have been asked repeatedly about Barr's letter. Why did Mueller allow the media to push the false narrative that he was preparing a collusion or obstruction charge against Trump? Next, there is the unexplained delay in Mueller waiting until after the 2018 midterm elections to exonerate Trump. Mueller should have been asked why he did not wrap up his investigation in an expeditious manner. He accused Russians of manipulating the 2016 presidential election, but why did he himself manipulate the 2018 midterm elections by allowing false media reports about Trump to persist? Why didn't Mueller release his findings earlier to prevent voters from being misled by the false accusations against Trump? Mueller should have been asked about his bizarre statement that, quote, if we had had confidence that the president clearly did not commit a crime, we would have said so, end quote. Mueller should have explained why he acted contrary to the Department of Justice policy to not comment about people who are not charged with crimes. Until real questions like these are asked and answered, expensive House hearings are completely pointless.
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we think it's time to take Washington back from the power brokers. At phyllisschlafly.com, we're organizing a grassroots movement to stand against the deep state bureaucrats who control government. For the latest strategies, go to phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592, talking about the greatest central banker of all time, Alan Greenspan, said, hey, negative rates are coming to the U.S. It's, it's not going to be long. It's not even a question of if. So, talked about population age you know i don't know you know as the retirees you know they're retiring in mass remember we don't get the big bulk until 2022 really ramps up where all that selling's who's going to be the buyers i don't know neither does alan greenspan and he added that gold prices have been surging recently He said, because people are looking for hard assets they know are going to have value down the road. Are you paying attention? Alan Greenspan, he's telling you, listen, he he said this before he was a central banker. He knows. And he says... It only will continue to go higher as the population ages. See, because the the debts come due then. They come due then. And you start looking at at what I said. Why did gold stop rallying at 1900? Because they claim they fixed it. Right? You know that. Now we found out, guess what? It's not fixed. We got problems. And, and Alan Greenspan brings up a great point. Hey, I don't know what these guys were thinking. You can't raise rates. Matter of fact, the rates got to go lower. If we're even going to keep the illusion of prosperity alive for a little while longer. And so you start thinking about... You know, where is gold headed? Where is silver headed? And, of course, I've already given you the numbers, right? We're going to see $20 silver here any day. The problem is, when it breaks through 20 how high does it go? Remember, now, silver is the only one of the metals that hasn't hit a new high. Does silver finally break $50 to the ounce this next round? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Because it, it just has to. You know, I look at gold, and, and I think about how far is it going to run. And, and I don't know, somewhere right around, you know, 4,000 seems about right. If you take what it did the last time. Right, it went from two fifty to a thousand fifty. Went up about four times. A thousand fifty was the new low. That was, and I remember telling y'all, hey, thousand fifty was like the two fifty. 
Right? This was your chance. Four times, 4,400 gold and silver and have it where you can get your hands on it uh, because the rest of your money is surrounded. Now, today is a day. I have an item that is an outright steal. We, we, uh, uh, let me just, there's MS-63 $20 St. Gaudens. So these are graded, they're encapsulated, right? Uh, PCGS and NGC, uh, they come in that, that hard, uh, plastic, uh, case, you know, that, that still allows you to see them. I've got a hundred of these available. Here's what's crazy. Same price as an ungraded raw saint that I normally carry. Raw saints, raw libs are sixteen hundred and fifty dollars. You got gold at almost sixteen, what, sixteen fifty two, sixteen fifty one? Or fifteen fifty one. Sixteen hundred and fifty dollars. And you get mint state sixty three saints. And you think about we, we carry our normal our bread and butter item, right? The twenty dollar gold piece. We sell more of those than just about any dealer in the world. The $20 Liberty, the $20 Saints, they're our bread and butter coin. And we always tell you, hey, stay at the low end, right? Don't buy the graded stuff. Don't pay the premiums. You want to buy as close to spot as possible, right? And so we we carry what we call the circulated coins. They're nice looking. They are. You know. But then they have you, right? They got circulated. They got XF. They got VF. They got AU, right? The almost uncirculated. We ran those AU tens yesterday. The graded coins start at mint state sixty. So you got mint state sixty, sixty one, sixty two, sixty three. I mean, you're going up what eight grades, nine grades, something like that, from what we normally carry, and you pay zero. This is huge value when you sit there and you look at at uh, what gold where gold's going what gold is done right and remember what I told you we're looking for 1585 so we're about 30 35 dollars away right gold could do that in a day when it breaks 1585 it's going to 1700 and it will do it you know, 30 days, 45 days, something like quick. Right? This is one of these rallies all the way till it gets back to the 1900, and then we start the next leg. You know, and I, I keep telling you, the big move hasn't started yet. How many times have I told you, be your own central bank? The best, the greatest central banker of all time comes out on TV and says, listen, people are buying hard assets for one reason. It's the only thing that's going to have value. 
down the road. In other words, as, as the aging population just inundates the whole world. Remember, we kicked the can down the road. We played a great game of kick the can, kick the can, kick the can, and now guess what? Guess what? They're, they're retiring. The baby boomers are here. They're retiring in mass. We don't have the money. Get in the market. 800-951-0592. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. This is by far. I think this is the best special we've run since the last time we ran 63 Saints. I think it is, without a doubt. MS 63 Saints at 1650. This is, you know, everybody else out there, they're 1800, 1900. The ripoff artists are like two grand. This is a coin that was going for over $4,000 at $1,900 gold. And today you're going to buy them for less than $100 over spot. Buy as many as you can afford. And I mean that. This is, we're, we're in it now. Remember, I told you last year was just the beginning. That was inning one we're in it now. Alan Greenspan's telling you, you know why people are buying gold? Because they want to have something that's going to have value five years from today, ten years from today. This is how big, listen, this problem is massive. You're going to see Europe this month go even deeper negative. Japan is going to go deeper negative. We're going to get closer to negative. Alan Greenspan, it's just a matter of time. How about Ron Paul? He was on the Raven podcast the other day. Let me give you some quotes from him. When he was talking about the equity markets, it's historic, Paul said. I think it's coming to an end. And I think we're going to see a real big bust in the economy. I think until we admit that we are bankrupt, both financially and morally, there can be no answers. You know. Come on. Trillion dollar deficit. It'd be fun. You know what? If we could just hold the trillion, I may be like, okay, at least we can go a little longer. It doesn't stop there. Oh, my friends, you have no... I tell you, but you don't want to listen. Three years from now, it will be two-plus trillion a year and growing. We can't even sell what we've got. Wake up! The central bank is buying the debt. They don't even want to tell us yet, but they're doing it already. So we talked about the Fed's un, what the 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 catastrophe that the Federal Reserve knows about. A lot of people know there's problems, he said. Even members of the Federal Reserve. 
I think they are much more aware of what's happening than they're willing to admit. Oh, believe me, they're nervous. Why do you think Jay Powell keeps stepping all over himself every other press conference? Here's the quote that I love the best. The Fed will get rid of itself because it's not viable. See, it's the same thing Alan Greenspan said. See, they said it a little differently. What, what do those two statements mean? People are buying gold because they want to have value down the road. The Fed will get rid of itself because it's not viable. What do those two statements mean? The end of the Federal Reserve note. Don't kid ourselves. I know. Listen, we thought maybe it would be an Amero or something like that. Remember those things? That's not big enough. You're going to get your digital money, and believe me, you are not going to like it. Paul spoke about his meetings with Paul Volcker. Remember the chairman before Greenspan? And how overly concerned... They were about the price of gold. Gold is real money, Paul said. Paper money only exists when you can fool people. Gold is the ultimate measure of value, and they know it. Listen, don't be fooled. Oh, it's different this time. And Oh, negative rates, it's okay. It doesn't mean anything. Are you really? Are we that gullible? Are we that stupid? Are we that naive? Do you not understand? And I, I don't want to get upset, but damn it. They're bankrupting us all. On whether or not, well, let me let me say this. It talking about how do we get the public to understand what's really happening, right? Because you're brainwashed by the idiot box. They're not going to tell you the truth. It has to be word of mouth, Paul said. It has to be through education. I try to do poorly sometimes. Because it's ideological. The idea is that the universities are not the answer. I can remember dawning on me as I left college and I got more involved in my job. It seemed to be I needed to unlearn all the things I had learned. That's when I think the real progress is made. Students are more likely to quote some socialist professor than any of us. Amen, Dr. Paul. 800-951-0592. One of the greatest opportunities in $20 gold history is before you. We'll be back for the final segment.
final segment here on this Wednesday. I, I don't remember a time when, uh, you know, here, here's the realities. So let's talk about these saints that are on sale today. I wish Wendy was here today. She could tell you. Yesterday, the largest gold wholesaler in the world. No one holds more gold than them. Okay? Said, we don't have any circulated saints that we normally sell. They didn't have any XF. They had one VF. They said, we got a handful of AUs, right? Because everybody's buying. Today, you have the opportunity to buy Mint State 63s. And really, when you think about old gold, there may be a 67 here or there, right? But really, the, the from 60 to about 65, you know, then 66, 67, you're really getting up there. There's nothing really higher than that. So you're talking about, man, you're, you're up the scale here. This is really uh, high quality, you know, when you think about condition, uh, you know, and, and whether it's baseball cards or uh, movie posters, you think about all the stuff that classic cars, right, condition matters. It hasn't mattered in gold for a while this market's getting ready to roar all the whole gold market's roaring but get yourself a better conditioned classic but don't pay better condition price for it that's that's what I love I mean we're getting the double win listen I think before the end of the year gold's going to be higher than what I'm selling the coin for I mean it's crazy I mean, when you think about where gold could be, I mean, nobody's talking about gold going to fourteen hundred. No one's talking about gold going to thirteen hundred. Everyone's talking about what seventeen hundred, eighteen hundred, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, ten thousand. Two of the greatest minds, Alan Greenspan and Doctor Paul, today, essentially told you the same. Thing. You just need to listen. Be your own central bank. Mint State 63 Saints. They're all PCGS or NGCs. They're the only two grading companies I deal with. PCGS, NGC. The best in the industry. $1,650. I mean, that's not even $100 over spot. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. If you've never ordered from us before, let me tell you how simple it is. Call that number and you just say to Arlene, "I want the special." Here, here's our tough question: How many? And you just tell her. That's it. No bait and switch. No games. Mint State 63 Saints at $1,650. 
800 951 0592. 